fans, how are you? I'm here. I'm vexed at men today. Huh? Are you angry at men? Yeah, yeah. Are they dogs? Some of them have been acting a little bit do- doggish, you know. Like, I'm out yes. here like, hoy, I'm ready. Oh, wow, now I'm living the opposite spirit. I love men. <laughs> I really do. I think my singleness has taught me how to love men. Also, a movie I've recently watched that we're going to talk about has made me love men. I so much more. Like, I love men. Mm-hmm. Especially when I'm not dating them. Mm-hmm. When I'm single mm-hmm. and just happy mm-hmm. and just get to experience the goodness that is men. Like, yeah, now nah, men are amazing. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> You're not in the mood right <laughs> now. I'll I'm, give you a few days. You yeah, can come back to my I'll, I'll, I'll come back on Wednesday and be like, it's been great. It's great. But how has your week been so far? It is Monday that we're recording this. I guess, how was the entirety of last week? Um, The entirety of last week, it was okay, I suppose. Just busy with work. Um, spent some time over the weekend like at home like resting mm-hmm. and now when you rest to work kind of like catches up on your piles, piles yeah so it's kind of like trying to power through and getting through that um, and actually tomorrow I have my therapy session the first one back whoop, whoop. we promote therapy mm-hmm. on this podcast but girl it's a vitamin tablet yeah. not an antibiotic yeah get a good crying beside that's good. It's an MOT. We all need them in life. Yeah. That's why people have breakdowns because they let their stuff like bottle up. Pretty much. Yeah, you need. What is that thing with like your. Is it with your radiators? You let the air out. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. letting the air out. Oh, I think I, I have an annual one. Like last year, this time I was in therapy again. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm back. Keep that cyclic. Cycle. Cycle. Yeah. I feel as though there's a better word, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. I'm cyclical. Yeah. Oh, that sounds wrong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my week's been good. I had a good week back at uni, back on the grind. Mm-hmm. I like feeling productive, so mm-hmm. I think even though it was like a tiring week, um, I ate more fruit as well. Yeah. I went to the market, bought some apples and pears, and pears are delicious. Mm-hmm. It's been ages since I had a pear, but I was in the lecture today. I was feeling sleepy. Mm-hmm. I ate a pear. Mm-hmm. It was succulent and delicious. Mm-hmm. And I felt really good for the rest of the day. And I've been to a dance class mm-hmm. and remembered I can't dance. Well, I, actually, I can dance. I can't do choreo- choreography. choreography. Yeah. Like, my body's like, nah, let's just do something it's else, just, babes. No, it's not, it's not for you. Force. Yeah. Um, I met up with, like, two of my friends as well today, which was really good. Had some, like, just amazing conversations. So that was, like, an absolute blessing. And on Sunday, there were some very, very, very attractive men. Um, and um, what the church said, like? the church said, "Amen." I can tell you that. Actually, you did. It was, it was an amen. There was a rejoicing of the spirits. Mm-hmm. There was a rejoicing, and mm-hmm. we rejoiced and gave thanks to God. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say my favorite comment. I won't name who it was, mm-hmm. but I will remind this person for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. So, as they were leaving, I said goodbye to them, and they looked in my eye and said goodbye back to me. <laughs> I know who said that. And I was like, "I love you, babes. I love you." I love that we all lived in the fantasy at that point in time. We are never going to meet those men again, but we lived the fantasy for like a good 10 minutes. You might. Huh? You might meet those men. Those men live halfway across the world. Okay, never mind that. So like they you could. You can go halfway. Uh, who's praying? <laughs> if I'm not getting flewed out, I'm mm-hmm. not looking to give like financial commitment to my fantasies. That is they true. They can stay in my head. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, Abby just lived in the fantasy for about a good 15 minutes, so it was a good day. I feel like if, you love the fantasy and the realities a little bit more. Oh, the reality is absolutely like depressing, isn't yeah. it? Like um, the ideas I have in my head are much better than what's happening in reality. Yes. Um, and they can act the way I want them to act in my yeah. head as well. So, Control. Huh? Control. Yeah, Scissor Album. Anyway. Anyway. Anyhow. Uh, speaking of the fantasy and things, I'm always going to bring this up um, when we're talking privately. It's like, um, I took a personality test. Mm-hmm. Like, we did it like as a group of leaders. Leaders. leaders and mine came up as uh, a mediator which basically means like um, I am creative um, I'm best fa- some famous mediators put like personality wise mm-hmm. are William Shakespeare so like kind of like creative um, tend to put people like uh, first you know in that selfless kind of way um, projects <laughs> over ho and I was like hey um, and then on a romantic side of thing it's like we're such perfectionist and we're so caught up in the fantasy that when you meet somebody and they're actually the reality it's a bit of like just uh, like oh Okay. But that's a you problem. Well, like a me problem. I'm gonna add myself into that. Yeah, problem. yeah, yeah. Like a bunch. Like someone's personality is that personality, and you have to just say yes or no. Yeah, but like it's, it's one of those ways. Like then, because you hold the benchmark so high for yeah. an individual, and you're seeking perfection, and perfection is never gonna happen in a romantic yeah. relationship. Then how do you navigate that? How do you actually? conduct a healthy romantic relationship with somebody so i'm single <laughs> i'm, I'm joking. joking i'm joking uh, well yeah i'm single but like um especially for like my therapy we had really good conversations to like what do you actually want cheeky not what does the world tell you that you should want or what does your mum and dad tell you what you should want, or what do you feel politically correct say you want like i want a man i want a madman <laughs> and like therapy <laughs> taught me to just like like I want you to be in touch with like yourself and like your goings on and your self care, but like if it's going down, I want you to be like, oh, like that sort of vibe. That's something as well the film has taught me. Um, but yeah, just being very, um, just being able to say this is what I want, and not in the sort of oh I want him to be six thingy. No, it's all of the attributes that I want from a dude, and nothing to do with them physically. It's kind of characteristics of their mentality, what are their passions, what is their productivity, and I guess to analyse and see that person, there has to be longevity. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to know the person who I want to date or like be my life partner from like the first time I meet them. Mm-hmm. I think that's where that friendship side comes through, where you kind of have to see who they are and see how they are with other people um, in an atmosphere. So yeah, I've got like a list of things that I want, but it's nothing... Yeah, it's something to do with physical attributes because you know I'm like super open, like when it comes to race mm-hmm. and like vibe of person. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a like specific type because I think like there's so many beautiful men in the world. Like why limit yourself? Yeah, yeah there's oh, there's just so many. 
but yeah. Let's flick you go. Let's flick you go. Many men. Many men. Many men. Many men. Many men. Many men. I don't know where it goes. <laughs> what are we doing? I feel like it's going to be a man that's going to... Oh! No! Who? Who? I thought, I thought it was like it's going to be one of those times where like you just bring a box out. And there's like a team in like a box. We are going to watch the basketball well, yeah. match. Um, and it's I'm not fun. really... I'm not really bothered about... Well, Ovi's going to be playing. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really bothered about Ovi playing. I think they're going Huh? No, you're definitely more bothered than me about Ovi being there. Nah, I just can't oh, play basketball. Okay? Oh, so, I never. If people could see your face right now, you're smiling from ear to ear. From, from a woman, like, between like less than five minutes ago, I was like, I'm mad at men. Yeah. Now, Ovi, I'm like. <laughs> just giggles like a child. No, he's too tall. Just from a mathematical sense, like, I'm 5'2. This guy is like 6'4, 6'5. Like, I'm, I can't be buying a stepladder to be dating you. I, I can't say what I want. <laughs> you will. You'll, you'll buy the stepladder service fully. <laughs> but yeah, like, I think it's going to be, overall, it's going to be, like, a really good match. <laughs> There's only a few men in this world whom you will get fish for. Gut <laughs> fish for? Yes. And I'm a vegetarian. You'll fill your gut fish for him? Wow. That is commitment. <laughs> That is. You know what? Let me shut up. That is. That is. Let me shut up. Let me shut up. Wow. I I think. Getting fishy, no. Uh, now I feel like you'd kill a chicken for him. (laughs) You definitely, as a vegetarian, you would kill a chicken for him. (laughs) The way your voice feels. Oh my god. But yeah, that's what we're doing on Friday. So I don't know how to kill a chicken. (laughs) Oh god. Lord. Um, we'll give you an update on the next episode about how the basketball match went. But I think it's going to be fun. I've bought a bunch of new tops as well, so there's an opportunity to wear them. Mm-hmm. And we have... Oh, we're going on to the balls next week. Yeah, oh my, oh my God. Oh, so we are going to the accounting and finance ball because I've never been to any of my accounting and finance balls before. Time to find sugar daddies. Uh-huh. No, actually, it's just students. Uh-huh. Well, you st- they start small. Uh-huh. Time to find sugar daddies. Accounting and finance is just rich, totty boys. Ugh, like, even know. if you get them in first year, you'll be rich. Oh. What 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 have you been doing, my friend? I don't like you've any had, of them. Uh, to be fair, you've told me stories about them. Allow it. Yeah, like I walked in first year, everybody had like their Apple Macs connected to the Apple Watch connected to the iPad connected. I was like, these ain't my people. You're like nah. And then we do like group projects and just the conversations. I was like, oh lord, he's already. And you know how they like the cocaine as well. <laughs> cocaine. <The> co- <laughs> cocaine. So I was just like, mm, I am a child of the Lord and I live by the cloth. So I am avoiding all this fornication that's going on. So it just meant that like I just wasn't close to anybody. I live by the cloth. I live by the cloth. The white cloth. The white cream sheet of God. Gianna barely talk about that separates heaven from earth. Yeah. That cloth is a but, cloth. But then it. it was torn when Christ went to heaven. Yes, and that's the cloth no, that I'm wrapping in my why are you analyzing my analogy? Was fully man? No. Just leave it. Okay. <laughs> I was speaking biblical uh, English. English. Uh, biblical no, knowledge. No. Man's out here, no. you know. You get me? Like, no, listen. No, church, no. church and that. Like, if spiritual. You are, no. Sense, no. Sense. Stop. What? I'm going to give you a minute to think. When you get your words together, we can do that again. <laughs> but something else when it comes to doing and being a part of mm-hmm. is this podcast yeah and um, we thank you for listening and like supporting us we have been consistent all the way through january guys Hallelujah. we thought we did it and we're gonna keep doing it um and we just love doing this and we just hope you guys are able to share it so there's a few ways that you can help us firstly re- leave 
leave a review on iTunes if you're listening. English is difficult for both of us. Yeah. But I'm African. I don't claim like British. I, I claim African. I, I claim both. Uh-huh. That's so I can speak Brexit both. has happened. I claim both. Uh-huh. Brexit has happened. Both. Both. Oh lord. But um, yeah, if you could leave us a review on iTunes, that just helps when it comes to the analytics. Or whichever platform you're listening on, please subscribe, follow, whatever the requirements are for your particular stream. And then just also share um, this podcast with other people and follow us on social media. How do they do that, sense? You can follow us at WHNI Podcast. We have no idea podcast um, on Instagram. Yeah. You can follow us on Spotify, on Apple Music, whatever platform that you listen on to. You can follow us even on our private social medias at I am Sense and the, the life, life of Chiku. Yes. Um, and now on to our Black Excellence of the Week. And it can only go to one man. The <gasps> old guy, the <gasps> big chief, <gasps> the gangster, <gasps> the top boy. <gasps> the top boy. boy. You did it. Yes, you Michael it. Ward. So it goes to Michael Ward. He won the EE Brits Rising Star Award. Mm. The only mm. person of color who won an award, it seemed, is there Jeez. with the Brits. Um, with the and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the BAFTAs, that's yeah, it. Sorry. Um, wrong one. Mm-hmm. Um, and he won, and to speech, you know, mummy mm-hmm. was crying and praising Jesus. She was literally there, like the minute he walked up, she had her hand to God and she was crying. And he was like, I'm just gonna thank my dad for looking down on me. I'd like to thank God. I'd like to thank my mum for the sacrifices. There's something about a black mum crying when that kid wins. I have, to, I always cry. Like oh. the amount of times I've crammed up, Dave, when he won his Mercury Prize award, mummy, like she was a crying. Skepta, when he won his Mercury Prize, I cried. To be fair, everybody wants to be part of Skepta's family. Have oh no, th- there's money in that family. Like mum and dad, I and don't ju- know what ju- powerful ju- prayers they did, what Holy Ghost fire they threw around the holy oil. I need, I need but, them to package it and sell it. To but me. the stress. Huh? The stress. The stress when they all said they were going into music. music. Yeah. That would have given me high blood pressure, but they did it. Tell you who, like. And uh, JME as well. He's got like a whole family and kids. And Uh, he's vegan, you know. I know. I love that. He's like he's like a grandma artist and he's really, really passionate about what he does. And he doesn't care about anything. He's he yeah. like, I really, I don't, um, I feel as though he said he doesn't do like Spotify or anything. No. I remember he's like, I, I release it on CD. Yeah, and he gets it did. on thingy and yeah. he does. And I'm just like, and people that, is, it. that is like <gasps> commitment to the craft. It's not about the money. Oh, so I have a black excellence. Okay, what's yours? Jay Huss. Number two. Jay Huss. Jay Huss. Jay Huss. He's out of prison. Oh, he's out of prison. Yes, he tweeted some problematic stuff when he <laughs> came he out do? of prison. Oh, I think he tweeted something that was homophobic and oh, he did tweet something problematic. However, he's black excellence because he, he released his album, um, Conspiracy, I think. Mm-hmm. And within that album, he, there wasn't any big promo, big marketing, nothing like that. I think it leaked, I'm not too sure. And yet, it went to number one, it beat the Pet Shop Boys. Amen. I was busting it in the car. Like, listen, a whole me listening to J Huss. I can't see you listening to J Huss. Now you can. Two years ago, I wouldn't have dared. Huh? You move with different man now. So yeah, like wow. blackness, we celebrate it. Like Michael Ward, you know, that speech was powerful. <gasps> like I love a powerful speech, you know. And I was like, oh, marry me. 
No, no, I thought it was Daniel Kaluuya. Huh? With the 10 kids, to be fair. No, my, there are lots of, like, there are uh, lots of people right now like, on my list that I'm just like, I dare you to treat me like that. I dare you to look me like that. Do you know Let that, me have your 10 kids. Do you know the black British actor that I look at and I'm like, you know what? He can ruin my life. John Boyega. Oh, I think it's a personality. You just, get he, me. No, the best, he is saucy. He, is saucy. He, he knows who he no, is. And then you just have, like, oh. you have the OG. No, uh, uh, Idris. I cannot have a man who has more in common with my parents than me. So no. No, I, I'm I saying no. I'm parents. saying he's the OG. Though. Oh yeah. Like he's he's, so first there was Idris Elba who oh, has yeah. paved the way mm-hmm. for these sexy black men <gasps> to walk in their august strength. When we say like <clears throat> Michael, Daniel, just they stand on the giant shoulders <laughs> of Mr. Idris. He did it. Yes. He came back. He did it again. Like, oh, wow. No, we're blessed. Men are nah, amazing. Fuck. Men are actually amazing, how, you know? Wait, how long was it? Um, um, 16 minutes ago. I hate men. 16 minutes later. John Boyega. You just have to think of the right words. Nah, like, like you'll be happy again. No, like, like, uh, no, we started talking about Ovi and I was like, hi. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Ovi. Ovi's like cool. I just like cool I, energy. You no, know? but like, I can't believe there was a point in time where I actually gave up on black men. I feel like right now I'm just, I'm just having reparations. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I didn't. Just, well, I, I understand <laughs> when people say they're like a specific kind of race. But like, there's so many different like types of people in the world that like, um, and we're gonna address this as well. Actually, no, let's just head into it, and we can address that comment. Nah, I don't. Um, no, 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 I'm just no like, we are going to address. I, that I'm thinking comment. of the black friend that I know and the black friend that just like just just uh, I, I got hot. No, gonna, I got hot. We're gonna address that comment. So today's episode, we are reviewing Queen and Slim and the amazing and the beautifulness and the cinematography and the musicality mm. and the sensitivity that mm. was that movie. Um, and I've just been worked through. No, like I watched it yesterday and like, nah, there were powerful moments, you know. I was literally just like, let a man love me like that. Oh. I will quit uni right now. <laughs> I will. No, let a man love me like that. <laughs> Marry me today and I will have your 10 kids and I will gut the fish, I will make the beans, I will cook the rice, I will stay at home and raise all of our doctor children. Like, I dare someone to love me like that. Yeah, exactly. Here's I dare the, here's, here's the thing. Oh my God. Here's the thing. There's only a few men Where that you would move like that for because trust me, not everybody deserves that. Not everybody no, that's deserves that energy. Like, like that not, not energy, everybody deserves you, know? you to gut their fish for. Like, no. Oh, I will gut his fish. <sighs> Pound the yam. Imagine if he's Nigerian. That, <laughs> I'm not pounding yam. No, actually, I'm, I'm not pounding yam. You no, can get that no, no, from no, the no, shop no, now. No, 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 uh, but like, no, <laughs> I was just like, imagine if he exists. Just oh. imagine, imagine somewhere someone can communicate. That's the first communication. Oh wow! It's like communication. People can actually voice their that feelings. It's like voicing their feelings and voicing their boundaries. One of the things that I actually generally did appreciate with um, Daniel's character. It's when I think she was about to just like come at him with like ammo and he was like, Don't talk to me like that and I was like, Oh he set boundaries and about how like, we will address each other. It's like talk to me like with respect, with oomph and I was like, hmm, a king. Okay. I was like, Listen, okay. Uh, oh. Oy. 
just the level of communication mm. like you said it because we spoke about yesterday about how they had to like throw their phones away yeah for to achieve that level of communication mm-hmm. and i was just like i'm gonna start exercising that yeah like if i ever have a man like when we are together like the mobile phones do not exist uh, i don't care how busy we are i'll try that one out i'll let you know how it turns out <laughs> i'll try that one out no but just like the the levels of intensity that even when they were getting angry at each other there was a level of respect that was demanded and kind of like sustained throughout mm-hmm. and i was like oh i dare you to speak to me like that mm-hmm. i will love you for the rest of my life mm. and even in heaven um to be fair, probably did when he said um so she's she was like oh swear to god and um she said swear to god and he was like swear to something that you actually believe in and like she said well swear to, to you, you. Oh, uh, oh 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 i'm my chest that's what we want that's what we like to see oh and um particular oh spoiler alert as well we'll just say that now yeah just um spoilers. in particular the first scene where they were um, having the date. Yeah. Um, there were just so many like little nuances to that. So I really related to Queen in a sense of like, <laughs> yeah, no, like uh, this is we're doing honesty and this is like transparency. Uh-huh. Transparency. Yeah, we're doing honesty and transparency. Sense therapy and I corner. Like, we, should, we should have a sense therapy corner. No, because yes. you oh. need to do your own therapy. You can't no, I'm going to my. No, I'm not therapizing you, but like people can. Oh, therapy themselves. Yeah, and, and then yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was sex Twitter. Yeah, okay. no. <gasps> oh, no. Sorry. Uh, well, I'll, 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 I'll show you that after. But, yeah, so there was a particular scene right at the start when those two were on a date. Um, and just how, like, Queen's nature was. Like, she was always trying to, like, one up him. Oh, gosh. So, even that point where she was, like, um, she was being vulnerable, but in her own particular way. Mm-hmm. So, the point is, like, um, where she said her inmate had been executed mm-hmm. and she didn't want to be lonely but she said it was such like a attacking way yeah. that if you didn't listen to what she was saying it would just sound as if she was just being like a cow yeah really yeah um so that bit was like really interesting of how she was being vulnerable but it if you didn't look at it properly you couldn't sense the vulnerability like the vulnerability came with a sense of defensiveness yeah within that and you say you can relate to her within that moment how sway um i'm getting better but like I'm not always like the most spiritual. Like you said something um, really funny yesterday. So one of our friends was listening to the episode. Yes. And um, he was just like, yeah, like Senj, you said some really like um, what to say? Like you, you have some wisdom. And he was like, yeah, I expect that from you. But then I was really surprised to, to get it from Chica. I was like, huh? Yeah, and I was like, bro, I don't just cuss people out. Like <laughs> I, was, yeah. I do talk with sense as well. Yeah. And sometimes I guess it's. Um, like people are so often they're so used to you coming with um, a certain level or a certain kind of energy that they actually don't expect that and they, I feel like sometimes your personality that kind of like takes over some of the fundamental stuff that you may have to say I'm not saying this in like a derogatory so for example from his perspective he's like he's so used to you cussing him out and just but like don't no, no, not out. even cuss him out but like you just like having banter with him yeah that actually if whereas like when you come to me i'm like hi how are you how is your soul type of thing and oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. so the energy is like completely different but he didn't expect well he didn't have that assumption of you so true you, yeah and i agree and um i think it's 
not defensive, but like there's levels to people and levels to life. So I guess like sometimes only allow people on the first level. And it's something I'm trying to get better at, mm-hmm. yes, but equally I'm very, um, I like assessing people because not everybody should be allowed on every level yeah. of like you on you because like that messes with like your mental health and stuff mm-hmm. but um i guess like this is a good platform to for people to see like the variety of a person because i feel like especially people do see me as like 2d very instantly because mm-hmm. i'm like very opinionated mm-hmm. um i love a laugh i love like taking the mick out of people mm-hmm. and sometimes that can equally put people off mm-hmm. wanting to discover more mm-hmm. which i'm like fair enough because like I ain't ever this cup of tea, mm-hmm. and there's three billion people in this world, I ain't the only one. Mm-hmm. So, like, life happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, I found that interesting. And I related to Queen and Slim is that um, Slim wanted to get to know her. Yeah. So, in that sense, he cut away from it. So, But the majority of times, if things don't come easily to people, if mm-hmm. relationships, mm-hmm. even friendships don't come easily to people, mm-hmm. sometimes they're unwilling to put the work in, mm-hmm. even if those friendships could result in something really, like, amazing. If it's not easy and if it's not always available and convenient to them, mm-hmm. people don't generally tend to put the effort into things. Why do you have to read me for filth? I wasn't reading you, I was I like no- reading myself, yeah. like ridiculously. Yeah, because I feel like I've lived in a period of like, I'm so used to, like, you know, this, like, I took time out of the game, like, properly, like, properly, like, game out and everything and i feel like when it comes to friendships and relationships i'll be there for people but i won't let them be there for me if that makes sense yeah and then it's kind of like learning to unpack that and actually allowing myself to be vulnerable to xyz and then making sure that actually i create boundaries where not everybody gets to be vulnerable with me mm-hmm. yeah you know don't therapize people all the time so it's very and i need to get better at having conversations mm-hmm. well. it was like, uh, because why do you oh need no, to get better like to have conversations hilarious. so there's these two lovely ladies in church and like i love them so much they're honestly some of the nicest people they probably say hello to about like 600 people in church every single sunday it was like super hilarious because like the guys are in and like if i if i actively find someone attractive i'm just an absolute melt mm-hmm. like oh it's, it's so cringy like i cringe at my own self I was like, I just don't know how to speak to them. Um, I'll just call them lady when lady. I just don't know what to say. And like, so like, you need some like opening lines. So basically, these like two ladies over the age of fifty were trying to give me chat lines, like just chat to these two guys. I was like, oh my god, my life is tragic at times, isn't it? I didn't even end up speaking to them as well. I just stared at them because I thought they were fit. Did make eye contact with them, but that doesn't mean anything, does it? In the grand scheme of things. Eye contact is everything when you're connecting with people. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like the conversation would have helped as well. Oh, yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> the conversating. It's, it's just this guy, like, there's this girl, she just had beautiful eyes, but I don't know who she is, where she's from, what her name is. Yeah. So it's like, um, so I need to get better at having tangible conversations and not being on the defence, because I equally need to have an understanding that, like, um, not every single person who is going to be good for me might acknowledge mm, no let me rephrase that not every single person who's good for me and kind of should be in my life uh, may make the effort 
to kind of want to get to know more because they could have things going on in their life that kind of distracts them from that it doesn't mean that like it will never happen but maybe i'm slowing the process down by not being as open and available to getting to know people that was educated isn't it that's growth and growth my therapist just, just be, my therapist just be proud just chef's kiss yes and then one thing that also links to that is womanhood so the development of you said womanhood and that was my voice oh lord i am woman i've had so much sugar i think this is a sugar high sorry oh lord yeah the development of queen was hilarious so she started in all white Mm -hmm. as well at the start of the movie oh can we just say like the styling in oh, that fit. So oh, like, like, sis. I've never seen a man make a velour tracksuit look so good. Oi. I've never. Oi. Your man could never yeah, pull that tracksuit Like, off. even, like, coming from, the, like, during the date, my guy had a dead trim. Like, he did not have a trim whatsoever. Trims are very, very important. Trust me on this one. Trust me. Ten boosts you four points. Oi. Fun. Anyway, my guy had, like, just like his hair, he was outgrowing it, and like he was wearing like, um, like navy top to bottom, and then she was wearing like all white with her coat on, and just even the boots the, as well, and the boots, boots. yeah, Whoa. and like at first I was just like, oh, just oh, just like I remember like the scene when they get into when they're going to her uncle's house, mm-hmm. when they get off the car and actually knocking at her uncle's house, and I just remember looking at Daniel Kaluuya and I was like, wow. Fine, but just he's not like fine as in like I wouldn't say he's attractive, but just the just, sauce. It's just man. sauce, just sauce. energy. Energy, energy can change Come your life. Come to me like that and think I won't marry you. <sighs> Dare you? I feel like we're giving the playbook right now. Some of them need it. That's true. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Let's make this simple. <laughs> <laughs> Quick mathematics. Quick mathematics. <laughs> one plus one is one. one. <laughs> No, but um, one thing is womanhood. Like, we see Queen at the start as this very developed lawyer who's, like, defending people who are going to be executed um, by the courts. Um, And then as it goes on, she kind of deteriorates into this, like, little girl who's frustrated and kind of reaching out and wanting to feel loved and um, wanting to feel affection. Even the point where he says, I just want to see my family. And she was like, we need to go. And he was like, do you not have any family? And she was like, no. Yeah. And she does, but nobody that she would want to act as a car family. Yeah. Yeah, it's that like you see her go on a journey of like um I wanna say repentance, but that's completely different. Where she's like coming f- she spent so much of her adult life on the defence, so secured within herself and being independent, right? Mm-hmm. And then that cracks and it's made to crack by having to go see her uncle. Yeah. And then within that, throughout the journey, when she's getting to know slim and the family dynamics that he has and she's starting to look at it a little bit differently yeah she then opens herself up the more she opens up she, the more she opens up emotionally to slim the more she opens up about her family prospects and the family relation relational dynamics mm. where it ends up like when they're at the graveyard where you see her mourn her mother yeah and finally, finally like finally properly it's kind of like she goes on this like emotional dra- journey of resolution mm-hmm. within six days which yeah. is incredible considering everything that's like intensified and everything it's just ah uh, just so good. Oh. And then within that, the whole 
scene of when she's at the uncle's house and mm-hmm. the girl's ha- helping her to take her braids out. Yeah, that's that, sisterhood. Oh, that sisterhood was so good. But the one line that got me is that like when he's out there, he's just a black man. Nobody cares about him. But when he's in here, he's a king. Not everybody deserves to be treated like a king, though. Huh? Not everybody's fish will get gutted, so you better come correct. Exactly, but yeah. I'm like, the, no, the treatment of a king is based off of acting like a king. Yes. Moving with the energy. And please, just watch Daniel's acting, and all you man, just move with his spirit. <laughs> move with that spirit, and life will be easy for you. You say women are crazy, they'll stop being crazy mm-hmm. if you move like him. Um, but yeah, just that scene of her taking her braids out and just the different women as well because the lady who played that main scene, she's like transgender mm-hmm. um, as well. Is she? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Um, and like just the variety of women that they had in there. And even like the house, so like um, there's always an undertone of race in it, yeah. but just how the houses were like plantation style houses. Yeah, in New Orleans as well. Yeah, and just all of the idea that they kind of entered into this new world even with the clothing if you look at the roughage it was very like miami-esque it, like miami it, it was like latin but like ghetto like like ratchet quote unquote like yeah. it was like ratchet but like it was so beautifully done and then there's a scene where one of the girls like um shaves daniel's hair um slim sorry mm. i just <laughs> to me it's just but the funny thing is we never know if they're actually called slim yeah, he, they they never get called yeah. Queen of Slim d- during the film, but like when they're doing when his hair gets trimmed, and I'm just like, I want to learn like because of that scene, I want to learn how to cut men's hair. It's just I don't know, it's just a vibe. You just get guard. Yeah, and but I like, just knew. Just, just, just. Ugh, my mum's been doing my dad's hair for like ages. Yeah, like I want to cut someone's son's hair, but I don't think I'll be allowed to do that. I don't think so. No. Um, but yeah, just that whole dynamic, I really loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess to that as well the code switching and queen Mm -hmm. you could tell she holds herself to such high regards for being educated and the way she speaks even um i can't remember slim not yeah slim Mm -hmm. said something and she was like are you like a grammar teacher or something Mm -hmm. so she would kind of correct people and that's again how she'd assert her authority and control Mm -hmm. and superiority over people Mm -hmm. but the minute she got back into this house she was like bitch tell them i'm at the door and she switched so quickly mm-hmm. from like this person that she was like and the prim and properness yeah and the idea of them kind of shedding their skin mm-hmm. so like she kind of decided that oh everything that i did not want to be mm-hmm. i have become it yeah i thought i could escape the issues of like black people that they deal with all the time mm-hmm. because like sandra bland could have been anyone and it's that idea yeah. that anybody could get into these sorts of situations mm-hmm. and now you're a criminal mm-hmm. and just like her sh- even like when slim like shaves his head yeah. just him kind of accepting like that's what you do when you enter the american prison system as a man they shave your head and just that idea of like you are now a criminal so like your old self is dead yeah this is now the new person you have to become to survive and i was like oh so good can we just like take a moment as well and lift up this music score so good guarding the gates by lauren hill after watching that it sounded so different to me you just oh there's the song um i've I've listened like i made the girls listen so when i went to see it i saw it with the girls yeah um i made them listen to like the playlist afterwards um one of my other friend who's going to see i was telling you about like he and i had a conversation about it uh where he was like the music everything is just like on par and i was like yes um but there's a song called doomed by what's his name 
Oh, I was listening to it the other day. Hold on. Oh, ooh. we don't have enough many. We don't have rights for to, to, to replay that. that. No, we're not. Um, doomed by Moses Su- Sumney. Oh, it's beautiful. They play it like at the end during the thingy scene. Oh, it's just, just, just perfect. Just perfect. It was so good. Like the mixture of like, like old school hip hop, and then you have like trap, and then you have Miss Lauren Hill, then you have like Meg The Stallion. That jazz scene. And you have so just, just oh, just, just oh, and sis can walk, queen. Like, oh, I didn't know that she, she was a model. She like, carries herself with elegance just, and grace. Just like, just, oh, just, oh, just, just, just. It was so good. Excellence. Um, yeah, and one thing as well with Slim, he started off as this Christian good boy oh. and ends up smoking weed in the back of a car because he was stressed out. Um, and yeah, what did you think of that? I found that dynamic, again, like the shedding of old self. Yeah. Um, really interesting. I feel like it's one of those things where I feel I felt, I felt like because he's been a Christian, he's been doing all these things throughout his life and told to stay on the right side of the law, mm-hmm. be family orientated and all that kind of stuff. Is that part of like a part of me felt like he was shading it because it hadn't served him does that make sense yeah he ended up still being a thug in the eyes of the american justice system yeah which was truly heartbroken but heartbreaking but then you see like those it kind of like sheds off him he's he's not as conservative as he probably could have been throughout the film Mm -hmm. however you still see elements of that within him for example the last scene where he's being passed a blunt he was like nah that's not me so that seemed kind of like that because it was still there it was still there after he had slept with her after he had done this after he done that type of thing that was still within him but then i think that was the final straw where he was like the last time where here's the thing though this this is what I find absolutely perfect or like incredible right so you see him smoke the blunt that's like the Christian I'm not saying like if you smoke weed and all that kind of stuff you're no longer a Christian no you can still repent and all that kind of stuff right but you still see his character the kind of man that he is towards the end Mm. where she turns to him and say am I your legacy and he says girl you already are part of my legacy and it's like the person that slim is outside of his faith remains there yeah that makes sense he's still that like godly man he's still that good guy that actually genuinely like cares for her despite what how they started and what's happened Mm. and the things the things that they've been through so it kind of like yeah like they're brave enough for each each one of for each other it was communion what the blood was communion was it yeah there's um so Joe Queen um what's that thing in flow rhymes and flow that was on um Netflix the rap show yeah at the competition there was the guy who won he was um there was a line in his final rap that was like um pass the blunt like it's communion and just that visual of like this is their they're literally walking to their death even though they're going into freedom and then they pass the blunt like it's communion and they're murdered. Wow. Wow. It was fully communion, the last thing of that they did with each other and then they die. Oh, that was good. If that is what was meant by that book, that was good. There were so many little things throughout the scene. Can we talk about the allies as well? Uh, Oh, yeah. 
Um, so one thing this movie did well, like of course it's about race relations and kind of like um, how the police treat black people, but we got to see the, we didn't see the police as the evil people. We saw evil individuals yeah. who might have been police officers, who might have been other fellow black people, mm -hmm. but we kind of looked at things as individuals instead of corporations mm -hmm. or institutions. Mm -hmm. I really liked that. Another spoiler, so do you want to explain the scene about the policeman letting him go? Oh yeah, um, so they get to a place where actually her uncle um, thing it sends them to this safe heaven um, to a white family ironically yeah and they actually they keep them good. safe they were really really good like the, the wife truly didn't actually you know yeah the wife wanted snitch like five percent but she's like, like nah, nah ride or die yeah ride or die with um, her husband and there's a scene where basically one of the police officers like they've had the house quarantine not quarantined but quarantine basically like just like yeah. and one of the police officers goes looking at an old like because he had a noise and um, he's a black, a black man. Yeah, he was a black police officer, mm. and he went and then. He oh opened no! He was ridiculed first by the, the other police, police officer for being a city boy. Yeah, for yeah. saying like, "Oh, that's what you hear out here." Yeah, and then um, so he goes and he lifts up the garage door, and boom, there's Queen and Slim, and he just basically walks away and he just like lets them go, mm. and it's that notion of he is a black man before he puts on that uniform mm, and they treat him as such as such in the streets in america and it's so heartbreaking not that like your job and everything should be your identity but you, you just want you, to be respected in your job at yeah, least yeah and to be quite honest it was one of the most poignant things because you see the other police officer as well who was part of the riot who ended up being killed by the kid yeah but like with him he was just trying to do his job and he was like yeah i'm trying to do my job son go home like i'm not going to do anything to him mm. and then he ended up losing his life which was truly heartbreaking because that child did not see him as a black man he just saw him as a police officer yeah and it shows again that the humanity of police, police officers officer. like at the end of the day they're also put themselves in harm's way yeah um and yeah that was amazing scene and when he killed the police i was like no, no. i was like no baby that's not the way to do it I was like, baby, no, what did you do and that idea that he wanted to be mortal yeah um because that's what he said to queen some like you guys will be mortal um and it's like is it worth it i remember i was having my the conversation with my dad about like martin luther king like of course he's done like some amazing things but was it worth his kids not growing up without a dad was it worth all these things and i feel like especially in our generation lots of people try to become like famous influencers things and it's the idea that they want to become immortal like when they die they want the world to know that chiku was here mm -hmm. and um slim was amazing he was like as long as my family know i'm here yeah. i was good and i was, I was like, like oh. that was such a good conclusion like yeah. it's it's only the people who were like in your circle who really ride for you should know you were there because the rest of the people like will only know a fleeting second and will know like the 2d version of you um and yeah i thought that was amazing that was beautiful because ultimately i don't need the awards and the accolades i just need the someone to hold your hand and so never let go Actually, do. so many lines. I want someone to hold my hand and kiss it while I, while not kiss the scars away while I heal the scars within me. That's what she says. And I was like, sis. That was no. That was the, you need to deconstruct that. She was fully like, um, I need you to hold my hand and kiss me whilst I heal my own scars. Like because we that we all have a bit of Project Saver her in us. 
I dream about it. Huh? I dream about it. <laughs> you dream about your project, save her. <laughs> and it's that sort of mentality that can we just be still and stand with each other? Yeah. Not even as a relationship sense, but just as a, like, in relations as in friendships family can we just stand and be with that person Mm -hmm. because we are so afraid of having to deal with their emotion Mm -hmm. and maybe that will then affect us or awake some emotion that's within us that we haven't dealt with and i was like "Mm, mm, so good i think it even goes into talking about um healthy relationships where actually you don't necessarily need to walk into a situation wanting to heal that person wanting to nurture them you can stand by them while they do the work themselves yeah and i think especially women can we please stop doing this where you find a man and you think it's a project it's not a project did you give birth to that person no come on like no there's only one person who can tell them what to do and that's their mother and we like to play a mother role. Why are we still mothering grown men uh-huh. in this 2020? Because we feel that they need to grow. That ain't our job, sis. Uh, and I, I, speak, I speak with that. Like, I, like, I speak with that, so that's not our job. In this 2020, we're going to identify what we want. Mm-hmm. If it ain't that, let it go. Because yeah. that person might be a good person, but they may not be the person for you. And that is fine, oh, sis. Lord. And that is fine. Um, one thing I noticed as well, um, relating back to black women, Queen took all the injuries. Yeah. In all the situations, she was the one that got shot. Mm-hmm. She was the one kind of like broke her shoulder. Mm-hmm. She was the first one to get shot as well when it came to like the end scene. Mm-hmm. And I found that very poignant as in, as I'm not sure if it's as black women, we like to take on the burdens and the pains of others. It's not even like, but it's, is it that we like or we are more susceptible to getting the pain and the burdens of others? We like to protect black men. This is a monologue. If you ever get a chance, go on YouTube and search Mama Pope monologue. She gives this absolutely... It's um from Scandal. She's Olivia Pope's mother. Mm. And she gives this beautiful monologue about how she, as black women we are taught, you know, build a man, raise a man, make sure that he's fine, make sure that... He, feels like a man that he feels like a big black big black strong man and once he, he once you've built him up and you've raised him up to be the person that you know he can be you're left damaged because guess what when you're doing that nobody's building you up nobody's checking in on you and taking Absolutely. care of you and then the moment he's strong he starts to resent you because guess what you are the baggage you are the worn out individual because you've spent all that time and energy mm. building him up and then when he does that then he chooses to go and date Becky with the good hair who's swagger jacking and bamboo earrings. I was like, hi! <gasps> no. And like, I listened to that one look and I was like, yeah, and instead of not equally sharing the water, there's something within us that feels as though we need to give of ourselves mm-hmm. and that shows our loyalty and commitment. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a lot of um, analogies about being a ride or die and, like, mm-hmm. giving to each other and never letting go. Mm-hmm. And is that to the detriment that's always seems to be the detriment to the woman mm-hmm. that there's a point where she just burns out and loses herself mm-hmm. um and it didn't happen like with queen and slim but because that's narrative they wanted to show healthy relationships mm-hmm. but in physical form mm-hmm. they showed how like an imbalance mm-hmm. of power can just affect you negatively mm-hmm. and even then he helps to pop her arm back in mm-hmm. so there are times that he fixes the wounds that he's now caused yeah and you're just like so like we're applauding him but he was the cause uh-huh. of this injury uh-huh. so i was like oh that was interesting 
That was very interesting. I'm pretty sure when Lena White wrote this, she didn't expect there us to be like so much, like like there dissecting so it so much. much. Dissected, isn't it? Oh, and like, I guess like the last bit as well is just the public perception. We got to see a broad viewpoint. No, oh no, sorry. No, I was saying we got to see a broad viewpoint of the public's viewpoint. So people who really agree and stand with their decision, mm-hmm. people who disagree with what they've done mm-hmm. but aren't gonna rat them out. Mm-hmm. And then people who don't well I, no the guy the guy just wanted to rat them out for money. I don't think no motives or anything. No. But yeah, it was really cool to see that um as like black people, mm-hmm. I don't agree with what you do, but I'm but, not gonna sell but, you out. Yeah. It's one of those like, especially like at work where, no, actually not even my personal job, but like, I try not that I have any preferential, pref- uh, to be quite fair, I'm the only black person in my team. Standard. Welcome to the working world, sense. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> but um, like I, I get so much joy when I see like young black girls coming into the black into the mental health sector because I'm just there like yes, just yes, just yes. Um, I like to see them win and like take looking out and caring for them. But then at the same time, if they do nonsense, I will pull you and tell you and be like yo, listen like th- because I've had people pull me. I've had black nurses pull me when I was doing my training and be like yo, listen like don't do it like that. Don't do don't because do this. Yeah, do it this way, blah 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 blah, and that's helped me so much. Where like, I would not be where I am in my career if it wasn't for black and brown people within the health sector who've mm-hmm. actually supported me when they didn't support me. Mm-hmm. Like, I was working as a healthcare assistant, and I didn't know how to put on a splint on a patient. Mm-hmm. And basically, one of the brown nurses, she just sat there and she like taught me this whole procedure where, a, I don't need to know know it as a mental health nurse, but I know how to do it. Like, I have skills that. I probably some of my colleagues wouldn't have yeah. because black and brown people which, whichever ward wherever I've gone they've looked out for me and because I've been so yearning to learn and so open to yeah. learn and just um, determined to you know be a sponge and like absorb everything that they've given me those opportunities even now like I have a doctor within our team he is brown and trust me he's my favorite um and like if he has like nice kids he would be like yo so listen yeah i have this kid he needs this don't do that don't do that don't do that don't do that because to be quite honest they're going to start taking liberties and i was like my man whereas um because i could i could choose to be projects over her within that situation which is partially part of my job mm. but he was like your job stops you at this don't go further than this because ultimately they would they would take advantage of you yeah. and yeah yeah and yeah it was just really good i guess the final and the big thing so queenie i don't i queenie um queen mm-hmm. um i don't what's i don't know what her real name is in real life but um it came out that like she was actually pregnant with her husband and her husband is a white man um so lots of people were having a go at her saying like this movie's about black love and you're promoting like black family and black love and stuff and how can you go and like now have like a white husband and like have mixed race babies Mm -hmm. and I found that dynamic really weird like I'm very open to like dating anybody of any race it's Mm -hmm. not really like a thing that's ever crossed my mind of like oh I only want this sort of like Mm -hmm. dude when it comes to like skin tone or complexion but I'm like very pro-black in like my viewpoints and my mm-hmm. sort of ensuring we promote the resources. Like one thing I'm really big on is kind of Africa as a nation kind of rising itself up and not being like dependent on like Western forces when they come and kind of like pl- just take all of our natural resources. I'm very 
big on like just making sure we build each other up as a nation so we can grow and become a superpower and I'm very vocal on these but I find it now weird that people are kind of bashing her for like I guess not living out something they've seen in a film like people yeah. have forgotten it's a film at the end of the day it's a character that she played mm. um yeah yeah I, I have nothing to say you did yesterday which is huh I, like no like I said to you like I really I feel like I can't specifically talk about that because ultimately I've exclusively not exclusively but like I happen to have dated like black men um I do find men from other races attractive I'm not gonna lie like trust me like I look at Jason Momoa and I was like holy just like <laughs> like listen like I look at Lisa Bonet and be like woman you are blessed okay um however to me it's like if the person no yeah actually i did have something to say as well let's talk about that um i have some queries in regards to having to overly explain myself and i have some concerns i suppose when it comes to interracial dating where it's like if i walk into that family home dynamic Mm -hmm. into his family will i then have to sit there because i'll be the minority and like we're always my firm auntie. like firm the uncle who thinks saying the n-word is okay or mm-hmm. calling me colored and all that kind of stuff and i'm like i'm not colored i'm black you know type of thing um will i like like i can date anybody from any country right mm-hmm. like within africa or europe type of thing i can date people within the black british atmosphere i can date jamaicans and all that kind of stuff when dating somebody who is already black to me it's like his family cannot discriminate against me or they cannot hate me for being black does that make sense because they're already black Mm -hmm. right we will have our cultural differences we'll have our cultural difficulties yeah that's going to be fine but we can work through that but because i identify so much and a lot of my identity is within a black woman that i feel like it's an attack on me whereas if let's say if my identity was let's say um on my job Right. Mm-hmm. If somebody was to come and say, "Oh, you're not smart enough," you know, the other thing, of course, that's gonna. No, but I think in that sense, your job is your choice. Yeah, my job is my choice, but like black, you have no choice of being, being black, black woman. Woman, and to me, but then there's some black women out there who identify with other things. Some black women, I, I would say, I identify more being with being a black woman than I identify with being a Christian. Does that make sense? No, but I don't think. I get what you mean, as though you identify as being a black woman. Like, but strongly. You don't, no, but you don't identify as a black woman. A black woman is what you are. Oh, yeah. So like, I don't... Like identify... Is, no, identify like sounds like a choice. choice. No, okay. My identity is a black woman. Does that make no, sense? No, you are a black woman. A black woman, woman. yeah. You don't identify, you just are. No, that's why... Um, I'll tell you where I'm going with okay. this. I had a conversation, so, like, one of, like, the dad figures, I feel so, in my life, I was having a conversation, and he works, like, in strategy and in management, and he kind of started his own business and everything. I was talking about how I'm going into, like, my graduate job and stuff. And I kind of know in that atmosphere, I will probably be one of, like, the few ethnic minorities. And he was like, Chiku, like, you're very intelligent, but do not start entering spaces with this baggage you're carrying as like africans as black people as other ethnic minorities we have always i don't know we as a people in ourselves have trained ourselves to carry the baggage just like oh you're the only black person that means you have to work harder we know that but we kind of now have to unlearn that because it applies so much pressure on us it applies so much pressure to perform and act a version that we think this white man wants us to be Mm -hmm. the white man doesn't care about us 
that's true. And therefore, we we you. have given. I feel so as like a black people, we give the white man, quote unquote, whoever this higher power is, we give him a lot of power to influence what we do and how we choose to move. I got that grad position because I was qualified. Me acting a certain type of way won't make me more academically qualified for the role. It was the personality that they saw and it was like a full day interview. So therefore I couldn't have worn that mask yeah. for the white man for the full day. Yeah. And within that, when it comes to dating people, like we can't go into the atmosphere thinking all oh, white people hate us. It's not that white people hate us. It's more of like I just don't want to. Not that white people hate us because we've we've, we've seen allies. We, I have white yeah. friends. My best friend is white. For sure. Like no, I'm not saying this in any no, technique. Like she legit is white. Um, and some of my closest friends are white. But then it's that narrative of like I have seen too much. I have looked so much within the political atmosphere as well where we're living right now where populism and nationalism is taking place right yeah but and you have to think black people voted for that as well That's all it, no 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 if a black person voted for that at least i know that they will not call me the n-word they will not call me a black b-word it's, no, it's, black people call each other that the whole time yeah but like you cannot if you called me the n-word chick you're a black person i will not take as much offense if a white person called me the n-word you get me are we saying with how much vim though no even let's say is it just the yeah 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 like you are my one of my closest friends right and if one of our other closest friends who happens to be white said the same thing i'm boxing her out i'm not boxing you out no that's fair i get what you mean you get that so it's like i don't want to explain myself for being a black woman i am already tired of having to explain my hair within my workspaces i've grown up explaining myself through in because i've grown up in white spaces i've grown up in environments where like i have been that talking black person within school within Same. university yeah. and all that kind of stuff that's the narrative and the idea of walking into a family let's say in cambridgeshire where i am the only black person but i feel that you have this ideal of what the white person is this family in Oxford with like very racist uncle, grandma fought the Nazis and hates all black people. I, no, I get what you mean because we have this model idea in our head. It's, it's not even model idea. It's like even not even Cambridge. Let, let's go. I work. You, you know where I work. Yeah. Like there's certain times when I go into certain family homes, she could like I have to make sure that my alarm device is on because I don't know what I'm going to walk into because of how rural certain places are. Where I'm like walking into that, I'm like, please. God, let them not be racist. Let them not say anything mm. that's going to be offensive. Let them keep me safe in this moment in time because guess what? That's just within a work dynamic. Imagine on a relational point of view. Yes, the son, the person, the individual. Like I said this to you in regards to you when we read Queenie. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like he ended up not. He was a pagan because he didn't stand up for her after yeah. the racist uncle had for said sure. what he had said. Like not many men will do what Harry has done and exited with his wife. Not many people will do that. I know, but yeah. there's some, and I there's think some, I feel which some, I upload them for. I think, but like there's we, more. I, I, I don't want to believe that though, because that's the that's the energy that I was just carrying. Me and my dad had this conversation. Like we can't move in an atmosphere of fear, and also like if let's say like the dudes who I'm dating, we all have the conversation on race, because even before I date you, I want to make sure you put your perspective, and just as a friends, I want to see how. Like if we're doing cards against humanity, what sort of language are you using? Ooh, yeah, when we're doing yeah, games? yeah. There's like certain yeah, things that yeah, you will yeah. understand. Like 
when we're doing fully banter, mm -hmm. how far are you going to yeah. take it? And that gives me an indication of who raised you yeah. and how far you'll take it. And we'll have those conversations raised. Yeah. But I, you like, and I had this conversation when I came back and I was like, there's certain people in our lives that I don't, with like that. Anymore. Yeah, we're not. We don't. Like, 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 yeah, no. And that's like, why I'm saying like, I feel so one who, me and like my significant other have had that conversation. But two, I am choosing not to walk in an atmosphere of these people and naturally going to hate me. Because, like, there is a white man that I feel so, as being a black person, has been created in my head who hates me, who is trying to oppress me. Yeah. And sometimes it's black people try to oppress each other. Yeah, sometimes that's what I'm like, we're, we're, like, we're yeah. all like, we see those two BME jobs and think we have to fight each other. When actually it could be 10 jobs. Yeah. But that we've trained each other so much to just be on the attack and on the defense and think they all hate us, which I agree, some do. But also, some black people hate each other. Do you yeah. remember there was a time where relaxed hair and naturals were fighting each other in the street? No, we had this whole light skin, dark skin, colour. We yeah. have colourism. We have colourism within us. So I feel so these I can't give that much energy to thinking someone hates me without me knowing they hate me. Yeah, I, I get that. I genuinely do get that. And I see your point as though you just don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. I'm tired. You don't want to like I'm even tired. entertain the yeah. idea. And I think that's fair. But yeah, I just, it's more of like protecting myself and just making sure that ultimate, not even protecting myself, but like, I'm just tired of explaining myself. Uh-huh. You don't want any more, to exert any more effort. Yeah. I think, yeah, no, I totally get what you mean. I just, I can't move with like a spirit of, I guess even like the career I work in, it's going to be a very dog-eat-dog -dog atmosphere. And I feel so just, when I was talking to him in the car, I was like, he literally like called me out of like, that is not the energy you can take into this workplace because you are a graduate. You will burn out if you think everybody hates you and you're having to fight for every single opportunity. You have to go into there understanding who you are and the blessing that's been placed on you and that you deserve this position as much as like the next white man. Because, and I realized then, I give this fake white man in my head a lot of power to control how I act yeah. and to act with this level of whiteness or with this level of intellectualism that is equivalent to what the white man wants me to do. When there is no white man, I've just created him in my head to be it's something that forces me to be then, ambitious. Yeah, but then like, are we, that person, that version is something that like is in, in like if you've grown up black and black or brown, you're told to work twice as hard because the color of your skin and on like you see there's so much disadvantages yeah. that come with the color of your screen your skin uh, your skin um i have seen whether it's true or not where i've seen some people who are just disqualified not getting certain opportunities mm -hmm. or positions because guess what mommy and dad like they'll say oh you can get this job because of your accolades because of your academic progress and stuff but sometimes it's who you know meritocracy no yeah no i agree i'm saying it in the perspective as though even when I have already got the job, yeah. I am still beating myself yeah. up. There has to be a point of like... You need to take a moment to celebrate your yeah. accolades. However, and not start jumping ahead to the next thing and thinking... I've already just jumped ahead uh -huh. to the next thing. I, I, I run a company at this point in my head. <laughs> um, so a point that like you need to appreciate this point in time mm. and not start fighting a battle that I'm not even in yet. Because like I'm already started thinking, oh my God, they're going to be racist. They're going to like want to beat me down to the... Like, I'll deal with the racism when it comes to me. What does it say in the Bible? I can't remember which verse, but like, um, leave tomorrow where it is because today has enough of its own problems. Like, fight today's battles now. And he literally called me out. I was like, the white man you've created is in your head. When you meet him face to face, then battle him. 
but the one that's in your head you have to leave him behind because okay, he's yeah. giving you more stress yeah um so yeah like Anyway, I'm doing the black noise. I don't know why we're having this debate. <laughs> You're just, I was just like, God, I was trying to convert her back, guys. Uh, but yeah, like, that's... No, I'm, I'm not saying, like, um, at the moment, I am taking... I'm, I'm extra... You're on a hiatus. Yeah, basically, no, not even a hiatus, but, like, I am thankful for black men's beauty. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I am, but, like... They're was, very like, handsome. They're very handsome. They're so cute. Like, I looked at Michael Ward. He took the selfie with Maya Jam, and I was like, jeez... Oh, I'm not a fan of my yeah. you, you need to listen to a certain episode of 36. I'll send it to you. I don't think you'll like it, but still, I'll make you listen to it. Anyway, um, but like, I am thankful for the beauty of white men. If uh, oh, Grantchester, Grantchester, he's well fit. Oh, love a bit of him, and he's a ginger as well. Always oh, well fit. I don't know what his name is. But <laughs> I remember I watched him like I think I was 15 and I was sick, and I was watching TV on night, and he came on. And I was like, oh. It's a bit of me. It's a bit of me. I can't think of. And then I watched Idris Elba, and I was like, he's a bit of me as well. I can't think of a single one, and it's just made me like my heart like stop. I feel like you watch enough sci-fi stuff that definitely some, one of those does it. Yeah, they have, but like it's just passive to me now. It's more like the character rather than the like actor. I'm like, ooh. I don't stalk people like that. I think like they're attractive, but what do you mean like ooh? Is in like hey, look, like Grantchester? Yeah, you know like Grantchester. I know Grantchester, like, but he's just fit. Yeah, he's fit, but like he's just like, fit. But like um, Loki, the actor um, Sebastian something something, he plays Loki in um the in the MCU. I'm not Loki. I mean um Bucky Buns, Winter Soldier. Like that man. I feel like the, no, the white men that I'm attracted to are the ones that kind of look like white Jesus. <laughs> and we all know Jesus is black and she's a woman. <laughs> Amen to that. Um, so I think that brings I've, us I've that brings so many us to the end of the, today's podcast. I've said and so many as always, stuff. we're going to give it all to Jesus and lift things up. So today we're just going to lift up February. A lot of nonsense happened in January Amen. and it seems to be coming back again like there's something new every single day. So we lift that up. Um, we lift up um, just the UK and for it to be inclusive, like today I got an email from our vice chancellor mm-hmm. and he was basically just having a go at all the students because he said there's quite a lot of memes and jokes coming about, going about when it comes to people with like um, Asian descent and stuff and he was like, imagine like these students have come back from home over Christmas mm-hmm. and now they're having to deal with people just being rude and just being yeah. more confused and stuff. So we just love to follow the international students who I guess kind of feeling ostracized or um, pushed to the side at this point I'm like we love you we value you we see like the goodness in you mm-hmm. and hopefully it'll all be over very soon yeah um, so we just yeah we place value on you guys yeah. and just choose to love you is there anything you want to lift up my therapy session tomorrow yeah that's gonna be really good I'll cry oh that's good I don't it's, it's, of, it's like purging I hope to be fair, I don't wear makeup on this Purging, release the emotions. So, yeah, so I'm just going to pray and take us out. God, we come to you. We thank you for today. We thank you for every day that you keep us alive and give us the opportunity to be productive, mm-hmm. to make a difference, to be um, just like to you. We pray for all like, the international students that are in the UK right now. We pray that they know that they are valued and that they are wanted and that we see them and we place value upon them and that we love them. And everything that is going on in the situation is not their fault. It has nothing to do with them. And we acknowledge them and we acknowledge who 
um, and you just pray for February, we pray that this month will be better than the last, that you um, are allowing us to just reap the seeds that we sowed, the journey, the pains and the aches and the issues that we went through last year, God, we are seeing the fruit of it, we are seeing good fruit, God, we are seeing the harvest and we pray that just so much is done in this month that it's going to be a good month, it's going to be a good month when it comes to podcast. it's going to be a blessed month for everybody who's listening to it as well, in Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for listening, guys. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Have an amazing week. Bye.